lost in your mind For you and for I I'm trying to decide From the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah I mean besides But your feelings inside you I'm pushing up my mind What up, insiders? Shout out to everybody listening. This is Inside the RV. We appreciate you guys coming on episode 35. We got a sick-ass guest today. You're listening to a podcast about entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. You're joined by your two lovely, well-dressed, stylish, some would say. (laughs) Bearded. Bearded hosts. There you go. Can't forget that. I'm trying I'm trying to you're getting help there? you guys out and trying to get on your level. Hey, yeah. you got the goatee. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm going. That's why I'm we got you on. <laughs> That's why I got you on. I'm one of uh, your hosts. My name is Jacob Moore. I'm Ryan Ramirez. Together, we are an artist and artist manager duo trying to come up in the music industry and be successful and achieve what we think is success. We're chronicling it in real time. Thank you for listening. Today, we got a sick guest on, actually someone who both me and Ryan grew up with, and I reconnected with him a little while ago, and he's just got an amazing story. When we reconnected, it was actually for his business, and he provided me a service. We started talking about entrepreneurship, his come up, my come up, all this stuff. I am so hyped to get the owner and founder of Robertson Detailing based in Buena Park, California. Shout out Orange County, where Mm -hmm. we're from. We got the founder and owner here right now. He's going to drop some knowledge. We're going to have a good-ass conversation. Please welcome Adam Robertson. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, man. Let's Appreciate get it. you being here, My former here, teammate Let's for baseball. It. I know. That's what's up. Well, hey, we were on the uh, Cypress Indians, not Cleveland, Cypress Indians. <laughs> <laughs> what number were you? Oh, I was 34. No. On that team, I was 11. Because I think the numbers only went up to, I think we only had like 20 oh. jerseys. So Ooh. I think I got 11. We had to fight for it. What were you? Or maybe? I'm pretty sure I'm, I was 22, like for like throughout my whole career. But mm. I don't know if that one. I, I was think different. no. I, I think forgot. you. I it was either. I think we had 23 jerseys. I think it was 23. It was in the 20s. So okay. you might have been 22. 22 then, yeah. I think so. Dude, that's so funny how we all kind of had like similar childhoods and shit. We grew up in like La Palma, Buena Park area. Mm-hmm. Well, you're Anaheim technically, right? No, no, no. Brandon, I bet they don't know Brandon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's technically Anaheim, same neighborhood. I'm yeah. technically Buena Park. So that's funny. He lives like a walk from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. That's hilarious, but. bro. Damn, yeah, we all grew up playing baseball, Continental Little League. Shout out to everybody who went to Kennedy who's listening to this. I mean, I would say those were the best four years of my life. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh that's, that's pushing it there. <laughs> but yeah, man, no, we appreciate you coming on. I want you to tell Thanks everyone what Robertson Detailing is. Oof. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. No one's asked me that. Yeah. Okay, so like off the top of your head, you're like, oh, dude, all you do is wash cars. That's mm-hmm. what Robertson Detailing is. Mm-hmm. All right, well. It's more than just washing cars, you know. It, it's for me. It's my uh, my fulfillment, and uh, I don't necessarily do just car washes. I do more so paint corrections, ceramic coatings, things like that. Um, new day and age with there's no more wax really anymore. We're doing paint corrections and ceramic coating, and that's my art. That's what I love to do. And uh, like I told you on Saturday, I'm getting a, getting away more so from the details and mm-hmm. gonna venture off into my own. I don't want to say too much, but I'm going to yeah. start venturing off into n- bigger, better things than just detailing. Like, yeah. I'll still detail, but uh-huh. I'll be doing so much. My brain's just spinning in different directions right now. Yeah. It's going a million different places, but the more, yeah. let's say, tools mm-hmm. I can provide, that's what I'm going to do. So, so, where do you do this? I do this right now, mobily detail and out of my house, paint corrections and stuff, but my garage, that's my palace. Mm-hmm. That's where I do it. Like, Normally, two, three days of me just straight yeah. grinding in my garage, mm. like educating myself through Dope. podcasts, just listening to books, doing whatever I can to just grind and mm-hmm. like 
make my life better in a way, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. We, just, we, we were talking about earlier too, like every person just has to have their palace. Like, yeah. like this RV is my my sanctum. Straight you up. You got your studio at home. Yeah. You got your garage. It's like, I don't know what we would do without it, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if I was inside all day trying to work around like everyone in the house, like I would go crazy. We're yep. blessed. We all got yeah. our yeah. little stations and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, my mom definitely hates the sound of the polishers and stuff. <laughs> God bless her. I mean, yeah. I do have to pay rent for my garage Yeah. because yeah. I've taken that thing over. Like yeah. the transformation that's happened, I feel bad for my dad. Thanks. <laughs> hey, dad, if you hear this, thank you. Like, yeah, man. It's my palace, but they, my parents fully support it. They're totally cool about mm-hmm. it and... You know, it's it's a grind that's going to lead to success in the yeah. future, and they see it, they know it. That's dope. And so, how old are you? I'm 23, going to be 24 this year in May. Okay, you're 23. Do you have another job besides Robertson Detail? Yes, I work at Ken Grody Ford in Buena Park as well. So it works out because uh-huh. three miles from my house, so I'm able to run the business either at my house uh-huh. or go mobile. And then it's like I go home on my lunch, and like tomorrow. I have a prep for ceramic coating. Yeah. So on my lunch, I'll be getting ready, getting the garage ready, coming, getting off at five, and mm-hmm. boom, instant right, right into the business. Yeah. So, so, so you're 23. You have a full time job, a manual mm-hmm. labor, blue collar job, turning wrenches for a living, pulling dashes, baby, pulling dashes, turning wrenches for a living. On top of that, you run a pretty successful auto detailing, paint correction business yeah. from your house. Yeah, pretty much. So. What I want to know is what what the hell drove you to do that? Because I think, and we kind of conversed about this a little bit, but there are a lot of dudes who we knew, who we, we know. Yeah. yeah, no, there are a lot of dudes who we knew, who we know, and to all the insiders listening, everybody, we're in our 20s, bro. Yeah. I want to smoke weed. I want to fucking party. I want to go, you know, quote unquote, get with bitch. I want to go do my shit, bro. Right now, blows really big around us. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. one thing well, that... So, so out of all that shit, out of the, the majority of what other people are doing, how the hell do you do that? Because the full-time job's enough. I know people who get the full-time job, they're comfortable, they go, I'm cool. What, I mean, how the hell did you push past that's, that? That's the easiest question that you, you could probably answer. Like, because yeah. this is my life, this is my fulfillment. Like, uh-huh. if I, it's what I post. Like, you gotta live, like, if you're gonna say something, you gotta live it. Mm-hmm. And for me to be able to have this recognition from shine supply from companies that's like my fulfillment and seeing people like do coke going out partying blowing their paychecks like i see on friday nights while i'm in my garage grinding i'll go on instagram and i'll see all these people like even with covid going on they're still it doesn't matter that covid's going on but they're still going blowing their paychecks and then it's funny when like in snapchats and stuff you see guys doing blow it's like you know how much that stuff is. Mm-hmm. And like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm grinding, making money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not even about the money for me. It's just the fulfillment of knowing that I'm working. Mm-hmm. That I'm purpose. like, it's my purpose. Boy. I'm getting to work. Like, yeah, it kind of does suck because I miss out on family time. Mm-hmm. I miss out on time with going out and doing things. I, I've lost friends because of this business, because mm-hmm. of how real I've become because of it. Like I become so real in this whole situation that it's... Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I get emotional about it because it's just, like, it's changed my life. And what really changed my life was, like, when our buddy Dylan died. When that fool died, it was like, all right, fuck the partying. Fuck all this other bullshit. Like, I need to find my fulfillment, my purpose. Like, Mm -hmm. this ain't it. This isn't what life is about. Like, there's more to it. I ain't, like, I smoked weed. I did all this shit already. It ain't, like, that's not me. That ain't my life. Do you feel a, a lot more confident in yourself once you kind of like locked in on what you do? 
One hundred percent. Like I can wake up like today was shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like even yeah, on my those, shit yeah. days, yeah. Like today was shit. Like I'm shaking because I haven't had much food. Like nicotine, you know how it goes. But mm-hmm. it's I don't know. Like it. I I don't really know how to explain it. it mm-hmm. Even on the bad days, I'm so confident in myself and in my business. Like I didn't have a detail today, so it's like. I'm pretty like upset because I had a bad day and then I didn't make money after that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still put an effort into my business. So mm-hmm. I can't be too hard on myself because I still did something. But yeah. at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, ah, could have done more. See, but that, yeah. that, in my opinion, is like the gold right there. Like, I think that's such a blessing if you have that feeling because we all, we, all three of us have that shit. I know we do, where it's like we're never satisfied. Mm-hmm. and when we have like an off day quote unquote because i had the same day today very chill laid back boom watched a movie whatever because i just didn't didn't feel like it i was like fuck yep. it whatever and in the back of my head is like damn like there was a kid out there who did do it there's always that shit you know what i'm saying but that's good mm-hmm. because i think and you talked about this too like nor- normal people like they just don't have those like that thought process mm-hmm. like they're not on that level with shit it's like mm-hmm. so didn't someone tell you recently like Yo, Jacob, like, some of the shit you overthink about, like, no one's thinking like that. Like, didn't someone tell you that recently? Um, I had a good friend of mine who you actually know. You know, do you remember Nyan? I knew you were going <laughs> to, I knew, I knew right when How you said that. I knew you were going to say, like, it was going to be Nyan or Nico yeah, or yeah. someone, one of like, close, close one homies. of the Cerritos homies, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, like, bro, yeah. So I met up, Ryan, I told you to the listeners, I met up with a good friend of mine who's also a really like-minded guy, like, a successful, like, like, he's a really good friend, one of my best friends, but he's also kind of a mentor to me, which is cool. And he was like, you know, and he's had all his entrepreneurial journeys and he's still on those. And he was like, Jacob, that shit that you're overthinking on your day off or whatever, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really significant. You're just kind of using up energy doing that. But on the that's that's no reason to not be aware of the things that you could continue to accomplish. And also yeah. having a sense of urgency is important. That's what you have. That's what you have. And that's what I have. We have a sense of urgency. And, and we have something we want to achieve. And there was an episode I listened to recently um, called Selective Urgency on mm-hmm. Real AF. Yeah. I think it was yep. the MFCO project. No, I think it was Real AF. Okay, it was okay. recent. It was recent. Okay, Because okay, yeah. I remember listening to that yeah, too. Yeah, but he, he used that term like, damn, like he's like, sometimes, you know, the majority of people they they're urgent only when they feel like it's the last second to like okay like shit like today's the deadline day Mm -hmm. i gotta get on it what's it called selective urgency okay so they're very selective on how urgent they are like only Mm -hmm. when like when they really need to be and i i can that i can say that sometimes in the past that was me and even during winter when i'm going through like winter time or that's when daylight savings here in california is happening Mm -hmm. like i Dealt with gnarly anxiety and like not being able to handle my customers. It killed me inside because these people are counting on me mm-hmm. and yeah. I couldn't handle them even working at Ford. And like things happened at Ford where I had plans to leave, mm-hmm. but at the same time for my future, maybe it's not in my best interest to leave yeah. yet, you know. Mm-hmm. But back on the urgency thing, mm-hmm. another thing, like it's a sword like with two ends here. It, yeah. It's hard because we're 23 and yeah, the way yeah. I have two two people on my shoulder right now. I have <laughs> yeah, yeah, one yeah. saying, urgent, let's go. There's so much competition out there. You got to get it. You got to oh, be yeah. the youngest, mm-hmm. the best, the greatest you can be right now. You got to do it now. Like death is right around the corner. It could happen. Dylan died at 25. Mm-hmm. I'm about to be 24. Yep. Granted, he motorcycle accident. You yeah. could say yeah. he asked for it. You, But you never but, know. But yeah. you never know. Exactly. Like when you buy a Harley, shit happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But you... 
I can get in a car accident on the way home. Mm-hmm. Like something could happen, you know, anything could happen. You could mm-hmm. die. So that's where I'm like, okay, I'm urgent to make my business successful. But at the same time, we're 23, 24 years old. That's perfect because one of the last episodes we had, we, we brought up the term, which Andy uses too. I take a lot of shit from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, aggressive patience. Aggressive mm-hmm. patience where like you're patient in the long term. Whereas you know shit takes time, mm-hmm. but you're aggressive on the day to day with the moves you make, and you're not, you're not, you're not. Um, there's like a the, the only downside about it is like there's a constant worry mm-hmm. in your head about like, damn, like, am I doing good? Like, I don't know. But I think that's a good anxiety. Like, and you were saying that's a way better feeling than being bored. Like, oh yeah, better than being I bored. cannot. About that. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 I cannot. Days yeah. off, mm-mm, that <laughs> don't happen for me. Like today was technically a day off, but I still went to Ford. Oh, I still, yeah. I still put in my eight. Like days off don't happen for me, yeah. even if so, like if I'm doing absolutely nothing. That's the one day my ass is going to the gym. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I can't not do something. I won't go to bed that night. Mm-hmm. I just won't. And then likewise, what we were saying earlier, there's other people who are totally content mm-hmm. going to their eight to five, going on the Saturday Sunday and doing fucking nothing and and here's something about that so i want to say and i've said this before if your goal is to get a good job and live a comfortable life go out with your family every now and then have enough money to vacation do your thing just live a chill life more power to you straight up more power i I love that for you because you have a thing that you know you want to achieve that i don't have There's a similarity between between us and them those people have something they want to achieve cool then there's drifters and people who are like i don't know what i want to do so i'll never talk shit on people for living a comfortable life yeah yeah yeah. like that oh yeah we need those people in the world though totally we need them like those those are the people that work (laughs) no no no, but seriously it's not anything against them it's nothing against them but for us in our lives, you know, like those are good people to hang out with on the weekend when you have the time. And yeah, some people yeah. just like that. Like some people are just content with that shit. You exactly. know and that's like, totally like, fine. It's totally cool. Um, but some of us feel like, damn, like there's a lot more of this shit yeah. like mm-hmm. that we could mm-hmm. be, you know? So, um, but low key, I feel like everyone feels like that yeah. in a certain way. But oh, I think yeah. the partying and all that shit is like a constant like fix of like. It's just so attractive, like to party and to go out and drink and like you get money and you feel Especially so, when like, you're empowered. attractive. Because, oh, yeah. because I think. I, well, I know. Because, <laughs> I, because I think people latch on to um, social, like social, um, uh, um, so, like social, like fuck what am I trying Friends. to say like norms Friends? no like social just feeling good like people attach themselves to other people so like mm-hmm. they feel good about themselves and other people are you know inviting they them to parties idolize and, like, people damn like oh I'm part of the scene type mm-hmm. shit and it's it's tough to be an outsider and be like you know what I'm gonna isolate myself and mm-hmm. surround myself with the select few and go and have that vision like it takes a lot of discipline and maturity and I think that um a lot of people just don't want to deal with that shit and exactly. I think, and because I think when you first get into it, it's a big leap and it's like, fuck, like I'm probably going to lose a lot of my friends that I made like doing this party yeah. and shit that are very close to me. And we're going to drift because our minds are going to be in different places. But it's like, it's scary. That straight up happened to me. Yeah. It straight what up happened? happened to me. Like that, that exact thing of like, once the business started, like, of course I got my close, like, oh, dang, I was thinking about it on the way here. Listening to Andy, he was like, take the three, three people you're close to. And I was like, dang, I got my boss. And then like me and Brandon have just like, he's doing his own thing. Like that's my boy. But uh-huh, like, uh-huh. we're, we're so busy. Like yeah. I just like, there's only so many people like yeah. the other guys that I had two years ago or like when Dylan passed away, mm-hmm. like Dylan passing away, it was not necessarily a cutoff or anything. Cause these guys support me. But as far as hanging out with them every weekend, I couldn't anymore. Yeah. yeah. And like now I'm in, uh, well, 
I, and I can't really say, I can't go too you're, deep you're into in a, it. A, yeah. Or you're in a better position. Yeah. You it's, feel you're in a better position. Exactly. And I don't necessarily stand by the views of other people. It, I love them. They uh-huh. support me. They come to me for business and it's, it's amazing. I love them. I Look, but, I always think too, like if, if, if people like friends and stuff, they have a problem with you working and saying like, you know what? I can't go out tonight cause I'm doing this shit. And they're relying on you to hang out with them to f- like, to feel good about the night. They got shit to figure out on their own. Oh yeah, but I was never that good. They, no oh, yeah, one, yeah. no one c- cared to hang out. I wasn't Ryan Moore or nothing. No one cared <laughs> oh. to hang out with me. Like it, right when I, they were like, right. "Oh, that's cool." Well, well, Adam, I, that's well, cool. Well, because I feel like, like we've all had friends though. It's where it's like, "Yo, can you hang out tomorrow?" Like, no, nah, like I, I can't. I'm working on this shit. It's like, oh yeah, damn dude. Like I just wanted to hang out with you and whatever. But it's that, like, yeah. Well, it's like, like for what the the mentality. Like I feel like we built is like well, I'm sure you have too, which is like, yo, if I can't hang out with you or. If if someone can't hang out with me, that's cool. I have work to do anyways. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got shit to do anyway. So that's it's like me. I'm not missing out on the day if they yep. can't hang out type shit. You I mean, know? exactly. I, I've gotten to the point where if someone cancels on me, I go, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> dude, know, I'm like, honestly, yeah, dude. I yeah. can, well, depending on what it is, if it's business shit, I'm like, fuck, they canceled on me. But like if mm-hmm. one of my friends is like, hey, I can't go to the skate park. Hey, we can't go to the beach anymore. I'm like, cool, I'll just work. Yeah. Because I enjoy my work. Yeah. And Let you me, can work whenever you want. Exactly. Mm. Let me ask you this. For all the insiders listening, how crucial was that separation between you and that old gang of people who maybe were holding you back? How important was it to separate yourselves from them for your success? Does everybody have to go through that who wants to be an entrepreneur? (sighs) Yes. I I agree. I say yes because... For me, I ha- I'm only what we graduated in 15. It's 21, so we're six years out of high school. Fuck, that's so, crazy. But when you think about it, it's really not that long, and you guys still are connected to a lot of people in high school. Clearly, I am because I've done more details for people from high school than anyone. So, yeah. like, m- I realized that people actually liked me in high school when I started my business because of how many wow. people hit me up. Mm-hmm. It's insane. There's there's messages terrible business owner right here there's messages that i've seen that i haven't been able to get to that's been so long that it's like dude like how i thought you hated me why why are you hitting me up for my uh, services wow. like i i legit like and the old selfish me was like dude like this person hated you in high school why are you gonna do a service for them mm-hmm. well at the same time mate they're new. Like I'm a whole new person than I was six years ago. Yeah. I think it depends on the context though. You know. Yeah. But more so back to your question of, of does every entrepreneur have to go through this? Like I still have friends in my circle that I've had to separate from Mm -hmm. because of situations, but I still am in contact with them. I still talk to them. I will go to the river with them because they're great party people. They're great people to hang out with. They're river people. They're desert people. They're, when you want to go on vacation, they're the people you want to go with because yep. they have great hearts. They're great people. Yeah. But for me to be an entrepreneur and to hang out with people every day, I need to be around people that I want what they have. Yes. I want their faith. I want their success. Yes. I want their... not ness- It's not even about money anymore for me. Like I know the money will come with my dreams. Yep. And one thing that I was thinking about in the shower before I came, meanwhile, while I say dreams, You're before I us. forget... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> but... Uh, my senior quote in high school was, if people aren't laughing at your dreams, then your dreams aren't big enough, right? Mm. So my biggest thing of dealing with anxiety and going through depression, because like 
I went through that. Yeah. My ex cheated on me. I was not, I thought I was the shit at Ford, but I wasn't the shit at Ford. Like things weren't going so well. Yeah. I fell into that victim mindset and was mm. like, I'm Andy, me finding Andy pulled me out of that. But damn, I forgot where I was going with this. That's all right, man. No, nah, but um, yeah, no, dude, it was just the whole victim mindset and going with that. Oh, that's what it was. My mm-hmm. dreams, I didn't have dreams anymore. Mm-hmm. When I was a victim, my dreams were gone. Like yeah. I didn't play baseball anymore. Like whatever dreams I'd set. So I was like, dude, I'm a fake ass person. Mm-hmm. Look at what my senior quote was. Obviously I was a fake fucking kid. So like, I like, I maybe was a fake friend back then. So people wow. change, mm. people change, dude. Like shit happens. And that's what the business became for me was, me finding my dreams and my fulfillment of saying, okay, I have such big dreams that people in my circle are laughing. And those people that are laughing in my circle, those are the people you kick out. Dude, I think that that feeling you had though was so critical. Like that feeling of feeling like you felt like you were fake and like boom. Cause when you, cause when you find that shit that fulfills you, then you latch on it forever. Cause it's like, I never want to feel like that again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes. that shit's crazy. Cause it's like, yep. cause, cause then like the times like you have a bad day or like you're off and chilling, but you know, you should do more. Like you go back to that feeling. Oh, I don't want to feel like that again. Exactly. Boom. And then that's what gets you back up. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I felt, I, I'm guilty of it. I fell, yeah. I fell into that. We Especially did, yeah. with daylight yeah. savings happening in winter. Like mm-hmm. I remember just going through shit and just yeah. being like laying in my bed drinking and being like six beers deep by nine o'clock at night and being like bruh i made zero dollars today yeah and like all because what the sun went down at 5 30 instead of seven o'clock like Mm -hmm. there's something i can do for my business even with the sundown and that's when my my mentality started to shift and then when daylight saving switched over it was like boom a light switch yeah and it was like let's go yeah i feel like oh go ahead sorry Here's why you got such a big confidence boost. Ryan said this before, and I think he got it from someone else. Confidence is keeping the promises you've made to yourself. Is that Yeah, correct? Ed Milet said that, actually. Ed Milet said confidence is keeping the promises mm-hmm. you made to yourself. You got such a big-ass confidence boost because you opened that yearbook up and said, I'm keeping that fucking promise to myself. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And you had, that real. Real, you had that realization of your development. You had that realization, holy shit, I'm turning out to be the person deep in the back of my head who was in a cage <gasps> beating his chest. You know, I finally let him out and I'm being myself because that's the person I always knew I could be. Because this whole shit is about beating your mind, I feel like, dude. Like, that's every, that's just this whole shit. Like, beating your mind, like, telling you, like, nah, like, let's let's chill. Like, nah, you ain't shit. Like, nah. When, it, like, when they say, like, your biggest opponent's yourself, that shit's so true. It's oh, like, fuck yeah. that's it. Like, you're just beating your mind. You know what I'm saying? 100%, dude. 100%. Another thing I want to say is, I think you and I were very similar in high school. I mean, I've known you since the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. You know that? And yep. that's dope, bro. Do you remember when you were kicking it at my pad and I sold you like like a stem? Not weed, guys, Ooh. for a bike. <laughs> yeah. or, or a wheel or some shit. It was something. And I remember. We, we rode to Peak or Brookhurst or some shit. It was shit. Brook, probably, because yeah. I Brook was our place, bro. Whenever yeah, we had Cerritos guys around, it was Brook. Brook versus Cerritos, <laughs> baby. Cer- yeah. Brook. Brook's <laughs> the ghetto place, but hey. Those ramps were fucking smooth, hey. though. <laughs> Hell yeah. <That> was- <laughs> but what I remember is you and I started kicking it, and we were always real cool to each other, mm-hmm. except that time you whipped me with a tube, you motherfucker. I'm still going to smack you for that one. <laughs> no, I'm just I remember just that bread well you. I had to do this yeah. one. We were swapping out the tubes on our bikes, and I'm like <laughs> bent over with my fucking shirt off. Whoop! This motherfucker whipped me with the tube. Oh, 
And after that, I, don't know, I was like, <laughs> I, I don't remember why. Like, You're still I wasn't cool, that. I wasn't good. a dick like that back then. And now he's gonna pay you back by uh, by muting your shit on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. For, uh, I'm actually gonna delete this episode. Oh. <laughs> what I was saying was, you and I were pretty similar. I think in the ter- in terms of like, we were like social guys. Mm-hmm. Had had a good group of friends. We mm-hmm. had the same group of friends. We kicked it. But we like to fuck off a little bit. Oh, we, hell we yeah. We like to have some fun. You and I... We Shit, had, I didn't graduate on time because of it. Yeah. I fucked off way too much, yeah. bro. And I want to get into that for a minute. I, I do, I want to get into that. That's but deep. I just think it's amazing that, like, when I saw your come up on Instagram, which is crazy. We could get into this, too, how Instagram is Or the is gram detailer. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, Instagram is your brand. I saw you come up. I saw, saw you start hustling and stuff. And finally, like, months and months later, I was like... I got to call this guy because I'm recognizing what he's doing and this is some powerful shit. So what I want to say is when people see your transformation, it moves them in some sort of way. It moved wow. me. When I saw your transformation, I was like, I'm going to be straight up like I, don't, like, I don't know if I would kick it with 12th grade Adam right now. Straight be, up. You know what I'm I saying? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I think you now though wouldn't kick it with 12th grade Jacob. Yeah. But we both have been leveling up and we see that and respect it and it moved you in some sort of way. You DM me, you moved me in some sort of way. So we recognized and that just pushed me to go even harder. So there is like, there is a lot of energy with the shit we're doing. Hell with the yeah. shit anyone's doing. You know, it's like you're inspiring Ooh. people low key. All those Ooh. people in your DMs, you threw those names out of people from high school that went to your pad to get a detail. I was like, to make someone buy from you That's they, ha- they you ha- they have to go earn money through a valuable mutual transaction take by, by exchanging their time for a service or whatever it is mm-hmm. they take that and give it to you Adam's doing some fucking powerful shit that's crazy I never thought of it that way hundreds of dollars to detail a car so you're doing powerful shit bro it's Damn. dope so Damn. that's what I want to say about thank the come you. up. No, shit. no, seriously, thank you. I'm having like a weird deja vu right now of like, <laughs> I don't know, man, this is, I've never really looked at it that way of like, dang, people from high school have hit me up because they've seen my come up and stuff. And there's people that I haven't been able to handle that have just messaged me and like, you guys, if you're, if you listen to this, like you don't understand how much that means to me, like every DM, everything, everything I get, that's more fulfillment for me, for my happiness, yeah. knowing that. I can help others and provide a service for others that makes them happy for not just one day. It's for weeks unless it like rains the next day or something. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, that, like I have people messaging me now eight months, six months, seven months later about their ceramic coatings. Like I'll p- repost it on my story. Like mm-hmm. I have screenshots in my phone for when I get depressed to go look at and be like, hey, bro, you're the fucking shit. Like you did yeah. this in one year. Like I have shit that I have to like take myself out of depression. I have to take my, because I have no one else in my life to do it for me. Yeah. Whereas before mm-hmm. when I was a victim, I'd post it or do something to get someone to get some sort of attention to get someone to reach out a girl or something to, to be like, you. To, to, that was my fulfillment then. And yeah, like, yeah. what Damn. kind of bitch is that? Like, what kind of bitch is that? And another thing you said, respect. That's a big thing for me nowadays. Like you coming over us, having that conversation for you to stay at my house for that hour. I have to respect you because that's my time. That's my, mm-hmm. like me running my business. And like, I remember when you dropped off your car, you say, Hey bro, when, when I come back, like, let's kick it for an hour. That whole day I was like, dang, I could do another detail when he comes or I could spend some valuable time picking your, that time that I spent helped my life and helped me reevaluate things this week of mm-hmm. scaling my business and having that conversation with you made me level up again, you know? 
Bro, Thank one, you, one thing I want to touch up that. on is like what you just said about the anxiety shit. Like you would try to get attention, but we I think we've all done that. Oh right? fuck yeah. Right. And and so but it took like those certain podcasts that would click in our head and be like, damn, that ain't right. And I like I in the beginning of me like learning that shit, like I would I would start thinking about people like down on people, like, damn, like why are you thinking like that? You gotta think like this. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. But now I just kind of feel empathy, bro, because like I think a lot of people are just brainwashed into that shit. Like yeah. our whole culture is based around that oh. victim mentality and shit. Fuck yes. And it's just like, but but I, I feel empathy, you know what I'm saying? Cause like people are really trained that way. Even in their families Sad. and friends. Uh, yeah, see, I have no empathy. Well, I see, have but, none. But see, I used to not though, but now I do because they just need to be shown a different perspective. But like I think these podcasts are like they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. You got to be referred to it and shit like that. I don't know. We be posting these on our story. All it <laughs> takes is one click, guys. I'm telling you right now, people. If you're you struggling it, you right now, it, you got to want, want it. Number one, but number two, find a better fucking idol. Seriously, all you have to do is idol the right people on Instagram, on the books you read, on what you what you feed into your brain. It's yeah. really not that hard. I tell people all the time, it's not fucking hard educate yourself read books who would have thought that the kid who didn't graduate high school on time would read a fucking book Mm -hmm. seriously Mm -hmm. i never thought i'd read a book i read a book on kobe and now i've read sean whalen's how to make shit happen that's two books cover to cover i've never fucking like ever wanted to read one i had to want to read it because i love sean whalen i love kobe bryant Mm -hmm. idolize kobe bryant people greatest of all time you get his mamba mentality you the money will come the success will come yeah like literally just have a good idol stop idolizing like shitty rappers that talk about cocaine and fucking bitches and all this shit like yeah it's a cool life but but but, no i i agree but the reason why i say i empathize is because it gets so deep to the fact where it's like okay you idolize your favorite rappers or whatever but you're in a social situation that's so deep rooted with like your friends and it's like fuck like this is where I got to go with it. Like, this is how I got to think. You know what I'm saying? It really takes a lot, mm. a lot of courage and a, like a, just a strong person to like be like, I got to get out of this shit. It really does. But, but I'm not uh, saying, I'm yeah, not, I'm not, I, I, yeah, I got you. I'm I not saying, you. I'm not saying I empathize in the fact where it's like, yo, like don't, you know, if you do it, you do it. But if not, it's whatever, like you, you, this is the fucking way. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say that this is the fucking way, but it's just like, I get it. Mm-hmm. that's the thing I get it because I was there mm-hmm. but it, you gotta make that choice like snap out of that shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, I got a perfect example like you probably have a great example you probably have a great example I'm gonna throw someone from high school out there I don't know if you guys know but Zayla from high school okay. she just posted her her my why on why she's doing Monet or something uh, I don't know how to say that company but I watched the whole thing I don't care what these girls post about these companies I just love to see their come up and yeah. her why is like why her dad had a a life-changing event and it's like that family could have totally fallen down the chain and done something like just gone into total deep depression and and like it's some it's bad what happened to their to their father like Mm -hmm. the the person who provided but all these girls have stepped up like the whole family has stepped up and like wow that's for me seeing that them do that and seeing what i've come out of it's like it's but they made that choice. That's, exactly. That's what's dope. It, you you know? have to, exact, it's so dope. Like it was, I, I sent her a not, long message. I was like, dang, this is sick to see. Like you supported me in the beginning and seeing not just you, but your family, like your little sister, I, older sister, all you guys giving into this company and throwing it all out there to make money to help support your father who 
the man of the house supports the family. But now these, these girls are stepping up and it's like, dude, this is sick to see. It's sick to see people like glow up and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like really glow up and grow up. Like and that, and that's, it's crazy. And that's you can make that choice. Mm-hmm. And that's just attractive in people too. Oh, yes, totally. Very, like, that's totally. like the ultimate attraction. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like, you know, like the, the, the surface level attraction or whatever, even friends wise, like mm-hmm. it's just, this is, you know, the partying, oh, we, you know, we smoke weed together. We have a good time. Exactly. That's surface level. But it's like that mm-hmm. deep shit where they make that choice with their that life. That connection. Exactly. That's that, that's that friends for life shit. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the type of people for me right now in my life, I feel like I need to be around to make my come up happen. But at the same time, it's like, I'm in charge of my own success. I'm in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. So like who I choose for my friends, like, yeah, on the weekends, maybe I'll go hang out with some, like the the normal eight to five people, you know. Yeah, yeah. But for me, every day, like if I'm gonna have an employee under me, you gotta have the same mentality as me. Mm, you yeah. gotta be on my level, like. And if you're not, I'm gonna get you there. Mm-hmm. So Boom, yeah. that's my ultimate goal in in life is to be able to have a team and get them to the same success as me. Mm-hmm. That I would love that, and to be able to have a podcast and give that's out dope. information to people, like, dude. People ain't laughing at your dreams. Your dreams aren't big enough, right? Yeah. Boom. That's dope, man. That, what an amazing story, though, because uh, I remember Zayla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was always really cool. And that's an amazing story her, yeah, her family had. It is. It's and that's sick. the type of thing, like, I don't want to get into it again because I already said it a, a bunch. But when you said that, like, you didn't even give us tons of details, but like, like that that really got me emotional bro yeah. just just to know like how much my dad means to me and shit like mm-hmm. when you said that right now i had i like took a step back and i was like that's some that's some shit man and like it's deep and, and i know that those girls even though they're going through something really hard that push that, that like it's like an exponential push like they work mm-hmm. day one and then they get more fuel day two they yep. build their confidence and i know those girls are on a roll mm-hmm. now because they feel good because they're getting fulfillment out of it they know they're doing something not only for themselves but for their family yep. and that's that powerful shit that i was talking about exactly. that's the thing that moves people bro now okay now so let's take that question you had in the beginning about why you do what you do and i want us to dig deeper now because oh. i know i know i know i know there's an underlying thing and I'll tell you mine too. You know, we'll we'll tell you ours and shit. Yeah. We always talk about it too. You, if you, you don't go. mind saying yeah. it, but it's just like I feel like people like they love they love that shit. All right, yeah. all right. So let's see. So I would say 2019. Let's go back to like 2018. Okay. Like I had trusting people impossible. Ex girlfriend cheated on me with a friend, like one of the closest friends. Totally destroyed. Like. Someone that was a brother to me. When we broke up, this fool was going with me every single day. And like, boom, they end up doing their own thing. And like, then she has the balls to get back together with me. And like, then tells me. So I had some gnarly trust issues. And like, I was going through shit. And I met someone else that gave me the fulfillment. And it, it was like, as far, it wasn't relationships that I needed in life. It was me being able to trust someone. And it was like it was me needing more fulfillment in life. And then boom, 2019 happens. And 2019 was like, okay, I'm working at Ford. I moved up in the company. I get, I need to get schooling done. There's a lot of things I need to do, but I still don't feel fulfilled. I discover Andy Frisilla and I am like, hey, let's start a CBD line protein. I need more fulfillment in my life. I want to start a business. I don't want to just work at Ford and be this nine to five that Andy talks about. I want more than this. So I was like, dang, start a CBD protein. And then shit just fell through. I I didn't really know what to do. I was 22, 21 then. 
I didn't know what to do. I, I was just, I, my mind was everywhere. I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to say that I did something. Then a clothing line came into my head. And I was like, dude, everyone does that. Yeah. Boom, Dylan dies. Dylan dying, complete depression, complete like, God, why can't I be next? Like, I did not appreciate him enough. I didn't do enough as a friend for him. I didn't realize how much I loved him as a brother until he died. And I saw him a week before he died. He pulled up on his Harley and it was just like, I remember being in my garage being like, damn it, this guy's coming over. Like, I need to get shit done. Like, there's shit that I need to do. I need to do my forward class. I need to like, fuck, Dylan's coming over. He stayed for 20 minutes. It was like a sick conversation. It's like I told you the other day when he rode away, it was weird because now that he's dead, it was like he rode away on wings. And I remember hearing that bike go away. And dude, dude, just when he passed away and me having really no one just because Brandon was overseas as a Marine Mm -hmm. and no one could take that pain with me. It was me, Brandon and Dylan. We were a trio. Mm -hmm. Like you can say some other people were involved, but it it, it was a trio. And I was the oddball of that trio. Brandon and Dylan had that connection. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I felt alone and even my girlfriend couldn't help me. No one could help me. Mm -hmm. There was no help. That help was the fulfillment of my business. And it just came down to, Instead of smoking weed, getting drunk, and just like doing what I did when my ex cheated on me, Mm -hmm. I literally was in that exact same depression, except in a relationship, expecting the person I was with to pull me out of this. Mm -hmm. Instead of me being like, hey, let's do this. Like, let's get out of this ourselves. And that was like my biggest thing was like, I need to do that. I need to do something. I need to find something. It wasn't detailing in my mind yet Mm -hmm. until like, I was really getting deep into my truck and then Brandon came over and I was like, dude, I'm like, let me wash your truck. Like I need to kill time. Like, let me do this. And then I started doing other people's vehicles. And then one day Brandon comes over and he goes, dude, you're too good at this. Like you, you enjoy this, huh? And I was like, honestly, bro, this is like peaceful. I can listen to podcasts, educate myself. I like this. Like I really enjoy now getting detail packages here. It's like Christmas. Like it's cool. He's like, bro, you got to make money on this. I'm going to start a business page for you. Like, you're going to get this shit going. Like, you're going to start something. And I, I didn't even think of it, dude. Like, and then like, one big thing is this company, Shine Supply. Like, what they are about, like what their line is about, what the owner Jeremy is about, family, faith, like everything that, he's an Andy follower. He's He did 75 hard. Like, I already was like, tying into him but i was using different company shit because he was too expensive for me so like once i really started he posted a video about anxiety and about depression and about all kinds of things and i was like you know what i don't care how much money it is i'm gonna only support this company this guy just posted a video i watched it on my lunch and it was deep it was about anxiety depression what he was going through another detailer and i was like my brother was so like all over this company and i was like you know what and start using their products. So I start using their products. I start the detail page. I start tagging them and everything. At now where I'm at now, they're my. I talk to Jeremy. I'm friends with the son. Like it's super cool with what it's become. But what Robertson Detailing is is the fulfillment of what I needed to find because I was counting on other people to pull me out of something that no one could. And if I lost Robertson detailing, there is not a doubt in my mind. I would go straight into depression and go right back to that day that Dylan died. Mm. Because when I am detailing, like he crosses my mind when I, every time I touch his mom's car, it's like, fuck that sticker on the back window. It hits bro. Like it hits. And then 
every time I use a shine supply bottle or something, I'll think about those days of like how I saw that video and how that video changed my life about how just some random detailer, dude, just some guy that runs a company, all he did was post a video about anxiety, but his was like, I I don't, I think it was family anxiety or something. Mm -hmm. He didn't really say what he was deeply going through, but he had it. Bro, I'm a, someone else had it. I'm a big believer in like, don't come at me because I'm I'm open minded. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm no. open minded. Real as fuck. We don't know Be the real. answers. We don't know mm-hmm. the answer. Whatever. But I'm a I, I'm I'm just I became a really big believer that anxiety and depression really stems from just like being lost with yourself and like just not knowing your true like 100%. passion and purpose. Because I feel like when you lock in on that. The days you feel anxious and shit, it's a different kind of anxious. It's not. It's it's not the deep shit that mm-hmm. like you try to get treated for. It's like the emotional it's, it's shit. It's more service level. Like oh, I gotta deal with this. Like boom. Like my schedule, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the deep like anxiety and depression, I think it just stems from like not not knowing your fucking per- like what like who you are and like why are you why you're here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I think it goes that deep. Because I feel. Remember how I told you like before you show me like those podcasts. Like I was in here fucking crying you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i was like what am i doing like i'm overwhelmed whatever and then you put me on the podcast and that shit started clicking and like that shit was cured and i moved to la when i was 17 uh no 18 and i got mad anxiety like mm-hmm. i was just tripping and um i started going on medications i was like i did the um the antidepressants and all that kind of stuff and i just felt like a zombie i'm like this can't be the right answer to this shit like it's got to be deeper. Like, there's no way that you got to live off these pills and, like, feel this way. Because I wouldn't even feel happy. I would just feel, like, neutral and shit, like a fucking zombie. And Weed some- would do the trick. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, there's no way that subs, like, substances is, like, the cure, like, for everything. Like, you, there's got to be a deeper fucking thing. Like, even in a sober way. And it's like... Yep. And so I, and I found it, you know, with those podcasts and, like, with what I do with music and shit. And it's just like, that's... I don't know. I'm a big believer that that's like, that's the cure right there. I'm right there with you, dude. I actually, it's crazy because my mom and I had this conversation last night within my family. Like people were born with depression. My mom firmly believes that you're born with depression, all this. I said, whoa, 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 time out, time out. Mm -hmm. You don't know this generation. You don't know people my age. You don't understand. Like I have been with girls in the past that say they have anxiety, that say they have depression, that say they have these things, but really it's just like, no, you need to find that fulfillment in life. You need yeah. to like really find what you want. And it's it's hard to find that because male, female, whatever, it's what society has done to us today. It's like, hey, go to school, go to college. Then when you're done with college, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, I know so many people that have wasted four fucking years in college mm-hmm. while... I was out in the world doing things at a dealership. Like the dealership was my college. Yeah. And now that I'm so grateful for it because that's Boom. building my life. Bro, that's fucking awesome. And then, you know, I, I still get people, I'm sure people tell you this too, um, that were like, why don't you just do college? Like you would have been finished by now. And I'm like, but dude, like I literally would not be in the position I am right now at the level I am if I did that shit. Because mm-hmm. I know myself. I know if I went to a college and shit, I would have, went this direction, met different kind of people and shit like that. Um, I'm curious to hear your take because you did go to college. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't regret my path because my shit worked for me. Yours worked for you. Mm-hmm. Yours worked for you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, and another thing, too, is like, as a leader, I don't do shit because people tell me I should do it. I do shit because I feel like it's going to benefit me for my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, like, why the fire. fuck would I do that? Yeah, no, that's I know exactly what you mean. I've never really looked at it that way, but yeah, uh, 
that's how my decisions are made too. Now that I think about it, it's like, yeah, I make my own decisions for myself, not because anyone else, like my huge thing is telling people, not telling people, fuck you, but telling the people that talk shit. Cause I know you, people see my page, see how I post shit. Other detailers got to hate me, bro. <laughs> I do shit so different. Like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so out there, but bro, that's my success. It's cause I'm different. It's cause I'm real. That's dope. As a detailer, like, Shine Supply, Jeremy, he's real as fuck. He'll go on there and post about his anxiety, a post mm-hmm. about what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. No one else does that in this industry, in the automotive industry and shit like that. We're men. We're taught to get our fingers dirty and be fucking men. Mm-hmm. But we have issues. Like, mm-hmm. that's what society tells us nowadays is, oh, all this shit. Well, yeah, we have fucking issues. And I'm one to go out there. I'll post fucking anything. Yeah. Just so I can say, hey, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, this is my page. Yeah. You follow me for a reason. Hey, so, hey, hey, one thing too is like everybody has problems, man. Like, exactly. I mean, there's different levels, whatever, you know, obviously, but it's just like, you know, Kobe Bryant had fucking problems. Exactly. Kobe Bryant had just like, you know, I'm sure he had deep ass problems mm-hmm. too, you know what I'm saying, with his family or whatever, but it's Bro, just he like. He missed his kid's life because but of basketball. Exactly, but he still became great, you know what I'm saying? But he made Amazing. that choice. So it's like. He didn't want to have anything left on the line for when he retired. Yeah. He wanted his retirement years to be with his kids. And like, unfortunately, life took that from him. But dude, that guy grinded 20 years of his life, had mm-hmm. kids during that grind and never gave up that grind. Tore his Achilles, kept grinding yeah. and passes yeah. away two years after retiring, three years after retiring. It sucks, bro. Bro, and, and I'm sure, you know, we'll get, we'll get DMs down the line or whatever. And people be like, you know, like well, you don't know I went through this, boom. It's, it's like, but when I was a child and shit, and I'm like, you know what? That that sounds very tragic or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like genuinely, like that sucks, whatever. But use that shit, man. Like the deeper it is, like use that shit to it's inspire other people. Mm-hmm. It's a gift in disguise. You know, obviously it's not a gift, but it's like- It's not, well, it, you it, can it, use it as it's one. It's an opportunity. It's an yeah. opportunity to inspire the fuck out of people with that shit. But that's their choice to look at exactly, it that way yeah. too. That's their choice. You have to make, it's just like Dylan dying, bro. Like people can tell me the most tragic stories and like, okay, yeah, your story's pretty tragic, but imagine being Dylan's mom mm-hmm. and I still see her. I still feel that emotion. I mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. cry to this day. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. I think yeah. about his parents, like what she lost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, your life's terrible, but I see what other people have done and you can make that choice. I have no, like, if you want to fall into that, fine, that's cool. Just make sure you get your shit mm-hmm. done and live that life, but... There's more there's more to life, trust me. There really is. And you can use that shit as fuel. Totally. And that that fuel will like make your ass grind, I swear to God. Like I grind so hard because of that shit. Yeah. And dude, I have like six different fucking posters of Dylan, like the funeral thing. Mm-hmm. Cause every time that I'm just like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I look up and boom, anywhere in my garage I see that fool and I'm like, ah, this fool's watching me call me a bitch right now. Like <laughs> This fool's, beer, yeah, I know. He's, he's got an 805 in his hand. He's calling me a bitch. Like, I got to get this shit done. Like, oh, you got to use that shit as fuel, man. Yeah, you got to sure. you gotta take your story. You don't have to, but make that choice. Like, I encourage, if you're listening to this, make that choice. If you're in a shitty spot, like, become hard. Mm-hmm. Become hard. Like, use that shit as fuel. Know that you have haters. Like, every mm-hmm. single person has haters. You have haters in high school. You have haters all the time. You, If you have no life event, because I know people that have no life events that have made them have faith in anything, have made mm. them. So if you have no life event, just take the fact that you have fucking haters. This is this world, they hate. Yeah, they if hate. you got haters, you're doing something right. Because, exactly. Because they care enough to exactly. say something about it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You define your own identity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 
an absolute believer of that. You got to choose whether Dylan's death defined you as a person who was depressed and negatively affected by it and you wanted to be down in the dumps or you chose an identity that used that to empower you. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. I was talking to our creative director for mine and Ryan's team, Sticks, and he's like in his mid to late 30s, has so much life experience, bro. He's like an entertainment beast. Like he's he's dope. I'd love for you to meet him one day. He, he's got a lot of knowledge. And um, he was just telling me fucked up shit that's happened to him because like he grew up with like his family kind of kind of broken a little bit and in, in the hood and stuff like that. And he was like, dude, if you let fucked up shit define you, it's going to eat away at you because all for you're sure. going to be thinking about is that negative shit and you're going to think about it in a way that deteriorates you. Now, like you said, you use Dylan's death as a good kind of positive fuel. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. I'm all for people even just shunning their past mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? I'm, a, I'm not even going to think about that shit. But whatever you can do to build an identity that just pushes you in the ass up in the direction you want to go, do that. Too many people think that others define their identity because we're so used to people liking our shit on social media oh i got less than 100 likes i'm gonna let that define me fuck that hot girl from high school you're probably thinking about the same girl too i'll tell you who it is after this <laughs> me and me and ryan always joke i'm like my crush from high school <laughs> i ain't gonna name drop it though she isn't even my freaking crush anymore dude but <laughs> anywho, but uh <laughs> but yeah, it's like when you let people get to you like that, you're letting them define who you are and build your identity for you. Entrepreneurs don't let other people build, build their identities. I, Jacob Moore builds his own fucking identity. Okay, yeah. Jacob Moore. And, and here's another that thing too. That success. Exactly. That, and here's another thing. That thing how you said your senior quote, you know what mine was that I read like something for me that was like, fuck Jacob, like get it. In my Instagram bio, it said artist manager. And I woke up one day and I went, Am I being an artist manager? Fuck. And then the ne and then I feel like shit. And then the next day I looked at it, you know, representing Ryan Ramirez, whatever. Ryan tells people that I'm his manager. When he meets people, yo, Jacob Moore, he's an independent music manager. He blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, that gave me the kick in the ass. Like, fuck. I got to build this identity now because yeah. Ryan can't do it for me. He could talk, he could chop it up with people all day and say, oh, my manager this, my manager that. When I pull up and screw up, he looks like a fucking idiot. And yeah. I look like a fucking idiot. Hold on really quick. You know? So like on that thought, like you got to, if you're going to yeah. say it, you got to be it. And I posted this on my Snapchat yeah. yesterday and I was like, dang, I really didn't want detail after work, dude. Mm -hmm. I was tired. And then I realized what I posted on my story. Oh, come on. I know it's right here. <laughs> Come on, I know it's right here on the top. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's right here. All right. And if you want the next six to 12 months from now to be epic, your ass better have a clear and powerful plan today. But more than that, you better be fucking executing that plan now. Not Monday, not next week, not n today. And I put on that, get to fucking work. Thank you, Sean Whalen. I screenshotted that and posted that on my Snapchat story. So that's dope. when I got off of work and I really didn't want to detail, someone was counting on me and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to talk about it, I got to be about it. And that's that's literally everything. Like him talking about you being a manager mm -hmm. gives you the feel to be a fucking yes. manager. And for you, you want to make him proud. So that makes you want to be a badass manager. 100%. I want to make my clients proud. So that makes me go that extra mile mm -hmm. to do something for them to like satisfy them. And that's just contagious, dude. Like they see you busting your ass and you killing it. Then they think to themselves... 
damn, how can I do that for myself? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it not selfish. Because I think, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll, people will look at maybe what you said, like, you don't let other people define you like I define me type shit. Some people may, which is weird, look at it as like, oh, like, you're selfish, you're about you. It's like, but nah, dude, like, take that and use that for yourself. Like, it's contagious. Like, the, Be your the, own person. This shit's empowering, dude. Like, we're not out here trying to spit on people's faces like you suck and we're good like nah like we're all trying to learn and shit but this is an empowering talk you know what i'm saying like we're all out here trying to win mm-hmm. and and just like make sure people are fulfilled because it's like dude we all been through that shit where we're not we're we felt void almost like like mm-hmm. we're, we're just existing but it's like nah there's more to this shit you know mm-hmm. what i mean and we all have it in common. Every single person yep. either you have a life event you either have hater you have something like Literally, you can pull anything out as motivation. Yeah. You can use anything as motivation. Shit, go on Spotify and go freaking to um, weekly motivation. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. put that shit in your ears. Bro, that shit pumps me the fuck up when yeah, I'm yeah, depressed. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, let's get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it gets me pumped. Like, you can use motivation so many ways. Yeah. And it's all a choice like we've been saying. How different is senior year Adam than Adam right now? Oh fuck, dude! That's <laughs> insane, bro. Because Are you still like, eating the same amount of uh, trolley fucking gummies, or I'm what? missing a tooth back here now. No, <laughs> yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I got. We it. told you, dog. <laughs> we were like, Adam, slow down, bro. This fool would eat like six bags of candy a day at the skate park and shit, and we'd be like, dog. <laughs> I still am skinny as shit too, dude. It's terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Uh, twelfth grade Adam versus Adam now. Oh man, so many, so many changes, dude. I was so thirsty for every girl to love me back then. Um, um, I was trying to be cool. I wasn't real, dude. I wasn't real at all. Um, you feel like I, you, you feel like you would kind of adapt to different people, like to please them type. Exactly, okay. and I know exactly why my ex did what she did to me because I know the type of guy I was. I was a shitty fucking boyfriend. Damn. I was, Whoa, I was like, that shit too. I no, I fucking, I'm real, yeah, bro. Wow. Like, I'll That's own deep. it. I was, I was fucking shit. You want to have a good life? You got to be a good you. You got to be the best version of yourself. You want to have a good relationship? You got to be the best version of yourself in that you. relationship. It's, it starts with you. So that's something that I've had, I've had to learn, but mm-hmm. like most people don't learn that till they're 30, 40, 50 and gone through a couple divorces. Whereas we can read books in this generation. We can listen to podcasts. I highly recommend people follow Sean Whalen and listen to that guy's storylines, not sheep. Like, dude, it's like he's experienced all the bad shit in life and wrote a book to show you how to make shit happen, how to not go. You got to be a better you. That's it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, get your core four. Have a healthy mind, a healthy body. Just mm-hmm. be a good you. That's something that I value now. Whereas before, I wanted to be the worst version of me to set the expectation low. So me not graduating high school was a low expect. None of you guys expected me to do shit with my life. You thought Adam could probably end up homeless because he's one of the 10 people that didn't graduate Mm -hmm. but like now that i've done this the bar is like it went from here they're like oh shit adam's up here so now my bar is here so if i decline and let's say the business falls under Mm -hmm. i'm back down to where i was so that's another thing of like i have to keep going and keep Mm -hmm. going i can't stop like i'm so deep into it now because i raised that bar that's where me now i'm just like I see that. Whereas old me, like like you said, I tried to please everyone. Like, thank God I never tried cocaine because my addictive personality, like you guys have been seeing me rip this <laughs> the whole time. Like, yeah. bro, like thank God, like there's certain things that I didn't do and that I made these choices 
because bro, like I would do anything to try to fit in with the crowd. And I'm so thankful that I'm not doing that now. Cause I know people in my circle that still do stupid ass shit that isn't their identity. And I know that cause I've known them their whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this isn't your identity. You're doing this to please other people. Yep. And that's the biggest weakness I see in people. And I have no respect for that. None. And for you to be in my circle, I have to respect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's hard for me to like be homies with people that I can't respect, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, but I, that's, that's another change in me. Like I didn't give a fuck. I didn't have a respect level for myself. I would have been friends with anyone. I'd be friends with drug dealers, anyone. It didn't matter back then. But now it's just like, if I can provide a service for you and I can help you and you got mm-hmm. questions, I'd love to help you. But I value my time a lot more with life now. You know, what's so funny, dude. I was the same way. I would build relationships with tons of people. And we did a lot of social shit, like like being at the skate park, like you say what's up to everybody. You know, even the skaters, even the yeah. bikers, whatever. And then at lunch, we're kicking it in third quarter, whatever. We had a squad. Like, we were we were cool. Like, we wanted to be cool with everybody. At least I did. Mm-hmm. And, I like, anytime I met someone new, I always felt like I had to please them. Like, Straight oh, up. I met one of the new homies at the skate park, and we exchanged phone numbers. Now I feel like I got to ride every time they hit me up. Like, I feel like I got to please them. Or, mm-hmm. like, oh, I met this girl or whatever. I Like, now I'm on the hook with her. Like, whatever <laughs> it is. You know what I'm saying? And I always felt like I was serving others but it's so funny because the relationships didn't have much substance i just was getting fulfillment out of knowing i was pleasing people answering their phone calls hitting them up whatever it was like me yeah and then like halfway through college a bunch of shit happened to me even more shit has happened to me and now like I feel like I'm trying to push away a lot of a lot of illegitimate relationships that I made solely out of looking for fulfillment from other people, you know? And it sounds fucked up, but like I tell Ryan this all the time. I'm not here to make friends. I, I, I got good friends. I have I have about three or four good fucking friends. I don't need any more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the music industry, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your business partner. I'm here to kick it. I'm here to go to the event, talk business, whatever it is. Let's build a business relationship. Cool. I'm not here to make any fucking friends. Yep. Straight you know? up. And, and guess what? That selfishness has allowed me to bring Ryan opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's allowed me to help other people to meet up with you and give you advice and you exchange knowledge with me mm-hmm. because I'm so selfish because I'm so fucking selfish, I've been able to help more people than ever. Mm-hmm. Here's a term that I think I may have coined earlier before this podcast. I was talking about it. It's, um, uh, it'll come to me, but I came up with like a term for, oh, like reasonable selfishness or it was something like that. But I've said this in a bunch of podcasts. Everybody needs to be selfish to the healthy selfishness. That's what it was called. Mm. There is a healthy level of selfishness because when you're too selfish, you reach a point of diminishing return where everything you're doing for yourself starts to go downhill because you become narcissistic. You have an ego Mm because you're so selfish. But at just the right level of selfishness, you bring so many opportunities to yourself and so many resources, you can now help others. Mm -hmm. And you're attracting shit. Like you're attracting the right shit. Yeah. Because I feel like if you look at yourself in in a room you're in, like in a room that you're in... um, a lot, let's say, and you look at the people around you, the reason why you're around them is because of you. Like, you attracted that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're there because you are like them. Your mind kind of works the same way. So, like, right now, I look at you guys and I'm like, damn, we out here like bosses, like, talking like like this shit. And I look at myself and I say, I did a good job because I yeah. attracted this shit. And I'm sure you guys are thinking the same Fuck thing. Yeah. So, it's like, 
it, it's just like, and this is what I said last episode too. It all starts with you. So what you attract is based like on your relationship, the type of girl you attract, the type of guy you attract, whatever. Like that's based off you. Like you, you, you attract to them because you have a similar mind and the way you Ooh. think about shit. And that's deep because if you notice, like once your mind starts shifting, you're going to attract different types of people and different mm-hmm. types of girls, different types of what I get, whatever. Ooh, I got something to bank off that. I, I got a deep question for both it. of you right now. Yeah. So let's say you're in a relationship for, we'll say a decent amount of time at our age, mm-hmm. six months, a year, two years, maybe okay. you're in a relationship. You go through some gnarly deep shit. You go through depression and you realize, Hey, I can't have someone pull me out of this. I got to do this myself. You go through a complete 360 change and you find out who the fuck you are. Do you think like in your guys' opinions, mm-hmm. do you think that, your significant other needs to change with you? Or do you think that like you need to get out of that abort mission and find someone that fits your needs now because you were a way different person before you were like, because in my case I wasn't successful. I, I felt like a fucking loser and I attracted someone. And now where I'm at now, it's like we've gone through some deep shit, some gnarly shit. I've changed so much. Obviously she changed so much, but like, I think it, it depends on like her willingness to change, like to, mm-hmm. and and not even change as a person, just like the way that you think about things, mm-hmm. the perspective on shit, mm-hmm. um, like because you know if if she sees you in the business thriving and shit, but she's holding you back, and you're trying to like you know bring it out of her, but it, she's not supportive with it. Nah, get rid of that shit because yeah. you can't change someone; they can only change themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the point of a relationship is to grow together. Yeah. Right. And and so you grow concurrently and you also grow independently. So you're going through your own growth. Your girl's going through her own growth and together you help each other through that. So number one, she should push you and help you through that. And number two, once you do progress, I'm assuming you mean to like the type of shit we're talking Mm -hmm. about, the mentality, all that stuff. You're probably not going to tolerate a girl or a significant other of any type who isn't on that level. I I just think you'll get to the point where you don't tolerate that because there have been a lot of like aside from like like a significant other relationships like with chicks like just like we've said there are dudes i know girls i know all types of people and and i i outgrew my tolerance Mm -hmm. for them so with a significant other my ride or die my girl who's supposed to cuddle me when i'm crying my girl who's supposed to be there for all the shit if if she hasn't leveled up with me knowing jacob more i won't tolerate that and i and i think and i think the more you level up the more you grow like that sensitive intuition about people like i can spot red flags on people instantly yep yeah you know what i'm saying like if if someone's if some if someone's holding me back a little bit i can sense that shit you know what i'm saying he's good at it (laughs) yeah like so it's like it's 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 like a, it's a blessing and a curse, yeah. you know, because you know. Well, that's good. I've been here for a couple hours now. That means no, no, I'm good. No, no, no. <laughs> I know you're cool now. You made it. I know. I, first I made it. No, 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 hell yeah, you good, bro. But um, um, but yeah, especially significant others. I think it's tough because you know, as men, sometimes too, it's a discipline because you get blinded by looks. You think with your dick. Exactly. That's yeah. true. So yeah. there's that. But I think the more you, like I said, the more you level up with the mentality and shit, it's like. You, you become so passionate about it and you love it becomes who you are and you mm-hmm. love it so much that when something you can sense something's fucking it up a little bit it really it really takes a toll on you and and you just want to cut it off okay know? the only reason I ask is because we idolize people who are a lot older than us like yeah. granted um, the book that I read this full went through a whole ass divorce we're 23 24 years old yeah. people our age that are possibly listening to this could be possibly going through this stuff and becoming an entrepreneur, that's why I ask. Mm-hmm. So 
that's just I wanted to know your guys' perspective on it because I have some experiences myself, but mm-hmm. um, to kind of take the girl's perspective of it too, in a way of like, okay, this guy's running a business, this guy's doing this, this. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens if we had a family and you're doing all this? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many different things that yeah. a female can have an argument with with a male. It's, it doesn't female male doesn't matter. One of if you are an entrepreneur, this is this is something you will run into. Mm-hmm. I see it in relationships yeah. with a female entrepreneur. I'm not going to say names, but I know a female entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And someone who does that nine to five and does something, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a hard life to be with an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. So to, for an entrepreneur to have a significant other, it's pretty insane because you have to have a deep ass connection Yeah, bro. and it has to be something that's like worth it for an entrepreneur to be in that yeah. relationship. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, because of my entrepreneurship, I haven't had sex in like 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years? Wait, hold on. Wait, I was going to say, dude, what the? I was just fucking with you. Someone's going to listen to this and be like, no way. Is that fucking true? No, I'm just kidding. Cut that out and fucking use it against you. And shit. Yeah, for real. They're going to take a little timestamp. Yeah, man. No, I get you. I get you on that. But, man, dude, we just, you know, unpacked a lot of shit here, man. And I got to say, thank you so so, much for coming down, bro. That was pretty pretty solid. That was some heat. I mean, I still have a bunch of other shit. I got to give you fist bump, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. get that. I still got a lot of other shit to unpack with you. But, I mean, I say we split it into another episode. We could go. Oh, dude, I could go. go. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just just glad I could be with some real-ass dudes, bro. Like, it's it's hard to find dudes like you nowadays, especially at our age. Like, it's it's... It's a lonely path that we're on right now. Like, and, it's, and it's dope to do this shit because I know we spent hours and hours by ourselves thinking <laughs> yeah. this shit. Oh, and, and now here we are. Oh, hell yeah. And all gets bundled up and shit and then you just let it out. It yeah, it's dope, man. dude, it's great. It's like dope. I had no game plan going into this. I didn't know what to expect, but it was, it was pretty cool. This Killed is a cool it. experience. It's my I, first I one. I want to say as a dude who's known you for a while, your transformation is unbelievable, yeah. bro. Hey, very thanks, very unbelievable. I've never like couple guys it's hard to take it bro it's really hard because i in my eyes i don't see i don't see shit yet mm-hmm. honestly in my eyes oh like, yeah there's a long you way guys, to go. you guys like you guys see the progress and like i could see it in my memories and mm-hmm. shit but hey but the thing is you never will yeah it yeah. never stops it never stops never be satisfied but that's a good thing really quick on record sure Wait till you guys hear the the Andy and Ed Milet episode because we <laughs> you guys just unpack some stuff about ego and stuff there at yeah. the end that i was like bro I literally just listened to that on the way here. This is pretty yeah? sick. Like oh, that just tells me that your guys' mentalities are just on a level of maturity that most people aren't on at our age. And it's like, dude, it's cool because I really did feel lonely. I have been feeling lonely in in our age group, dude. No one's doing the shit that we're doing and have this mentality. I appreciate Absolutely. that, man. Yeah. That's like um, I I watched a video of John Mayer, I think, uh-huh. and and the interviewer was like, do you have any friends who you call like other music artists when you're going through hard times because they can relate? John Mayer was like, yeah, yeah, I got a couple people like when I'm on tour and mm-hmm. I feel like shit and I'm depressed, I have a couple close like music friends that I call and they can relate to me and shit like that. So I feel like that's how we are, you know what yep. I'm saying? It's one of those things where like, I know you're on your grind, we're all on our grind, but I could call you and be like, yo, Adam, let me talk to you about like this shit for a minute, you know? Yeah, and we could like deep relate shit. on that. Mm-hmm. So it's cool, like, yeah, you're right, man. It's cool to be able to relate on this because mm-hmm. a lot of 
you know, socializing with other people, it's like, oh, I go out or whatever, something like that. I ain't talking about this. Yeah. When I'm out at Golden Road, you know, a couple drinks in or whatever, getting all loose, I'm not going, you know, man, it's all about system systematizing <laughs> shit. Does anyone here create systems out of their business? Because from that, you can scale. No, I don't fucking say that. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got the podcast. That's why I call you. Yeah, That's why yeah. I call him. But yeah, yeah. Hey, I feel it. I appreciate it, man. And uh, insiders, thank you all for listening. Where can people find you? Oh, just... I'm going to only just say my Instagram, okay. Robertson Detailing. Just go on Robertson Detailing. You can follow the personal too. I post like more personal shit on there, but at Adam Robertson 03. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't posted since 2019 on that page, but yeah. I mean, Robertson Detailing, just support there. That's yeah. probably going to be my main page soon. So, so at R O B E R S O N Detailing. Yep, cool. right there. And it's sweet amazing. little logo that my sister in law made. Thank you, Courtney. That yeah. thing's. How, how far do you travel to do mobile? Ooh, it, it varies. It varies. I mean, uh, Chris Jocelyn, you know, yeah. they're out in, uh, Dos Lagos. So okay. I go out there for them, but, Dope. um, it, for that it's because they've, I've put so many man hours yeah, into yeah, their yeah. vehicle. It's like, once you, once you come to me, like I take so much pride into That's this dope, shit. Yeah. It's like it it's my passion. It's okay. what I love to do. It's that's why I'm just different. Other guys don't like me in this industry cause they do it for a nine to five. Mm. I do it for the, I fucking need it. Like awesome. I fucking need it. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Well, insiders, shout out everyone. Hit up at Robertson Detailing at Ryan Ramirez official at J A C X J A C X B Moore. I gotta change my handle. Just get Jacob Moore, but some other handsome Jacob. J Moore. J Moore. I, that's kind of fire, okay, though. hold up. Jay I'm Moore. about to change it right now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Once again, thank you for hey, coming bro. on and peace out, everybody. Thank. I'm trying to decide from the look in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, besides, but your feelings inside you, I'm pushing up my mind and my spirit, babe. Something like the queen of spades, like you coming from a dark place, coming at me in a reckless way, and you ain't looking to change. Oh, no, no, no. Who did this to you, guys? Tell me what's his name. I'm forgiving, but I don't get the type of games. Had a feeling you were born this way. And you reassured me that this wasn't made, babe. But she was bad when they said she bad.